Welcome to What the Twitch, the podcast in which we talk about our experiences being a small streamer in the Twitch universe. I'm Connor. I'm Risa. And thanks for joining us today. Welcome back to another episode of What the Twitch. This evening we are going to be talking about our thoughts on subathons. And it's not going to be in the way that you guys probably think, as me and Connor have never done a subathon. However, we just, a lot of the people that we watch do do them. And we do have, obviously, opinions. It's okay if our opinions differ from yours. Um, I'm not going to say subathons are good or bad either way. I'm just going to say what my opinions are on them and why I think they might work and why they might not work. Exactly. I mean, we're, um, I've participated in a lot of subathons and as a viewer, they're, they're kind of fun. Um, I have no experience with them as a, um, as a streamer, mostly because, um, well, there's two reasons for it for me personally. Number one, um, I have a self-conscious attitude about it in that I feel like I'm begging people for money. Um, as weird as that probably sounds to people, because they're like, oh, well, you, but you do stuff for it. You know, there's, 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 you know, there's giveaways or you torture yourself or you do this or you do that, which is completely valid. I'm not saying don't do subathons or that subathons are terrible or something. It's just, this is a personal feeling of my own that I just feel like I'm, I'm begging, you know, people for, for, for money. Granted, I'm giving half of it to charity anyways, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, going back to what I was saying, uh, I don't think that subathons are necessarily a bad idea. I've seen a lot of people get really creative with them. Uh, that's the only reason that I don't like. That's the other reason that I don't like doing subathons myself is I lack that creativity to be like, how can I make you giving me money worth your money? No, no, no. And I agree with Connor. Like, like that's the main reason why I haven't done one is because, like, I think there's a certain level to subathons that kind of gives off the impression that you're there for the money. And I'm not here for the money. I'm just not. I just could care less if I'm being honest with you guys. Um, however, the, I, I think there is definitely, like, there, there's a fine line between like event streams and subathons. Um, you just tweak it a little bit and it's kind of like tracing a picture and calling it your own. That's how I feel about like the difference in titles between event streams and subathons. Either way, you're asking people to sub or bit to your channel for a triggered action um, during your stream. I think the only major difference between a subathon and an event stream is a subathon is okay. So each sub adds five minutes. Or I watched Blockbuster Chick actually did it in a really creative way, which ended up making her stream for an entire week. Um, but every time that you subbed, it took five minutes off the time. And I think originally the time was like two weeks or something like that. Well, with all the subs and stuff, she got down to a week. Like, she was sleeping on stream and stuff, which was a really creative and fun perspective to it that I would have never thought of. I also would never have signed myself up to stream for two weeks if nobody subbed. Um, that is some commitment. However, like like I was saying, it, it's very it's very much... I don't, I don't really see a difference in between event streams and subathons for the simple fact that either way, you're, you're doing something be, and, and being like, hey, 
show me those wallets, man. Let, let's see how much money you're willing to throw at me for me to do something crazy on stream or me to do something creative on stream. And I'm not saying they're a bad thing. If you're there for the money, they could be absolutely beneficial. But for somebody like me who really could care less about the money, I just feel like all of a sudden everybody would be like, wow, your tude's really changed. If I randomly was like, all right, guys, I'm going to do a subathon, everybody would be like, but I didn't, thought you didn't care about the money. Yeah, and that's that's fair. And again, this 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 the whole point here is that subathons are not bad. We're not shitting on subathons or anything like that, or everyone's you know begging or whatever. Because that's I don't believe that's the case. It's um, the the idea, you know, they're everyone's trying to take and improve their way in some improve their stream in some form or another. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with creating a unique and creative aspect of it that makes the viewer essentially earn what they're paying for, if that makes sense. I don't think earns the right words. More like just, you know, you know the phrase, you get what you pay for. And so when these people do a subathon and they're like, I'm going to, uh, you know, every time I get five subs, uh, we're going to do this. We'll do a merch giveaway or I'll eat a spoonful of cinnamon or things of that nature. You're doing something as a reward or repayment for that, um, you know, for that monetary cont contribution. You know, and people are, people are so generous out here. Uh, Twitch and streaming has, has been by far the most generous community I have ever encountered in my life and they'll just, they will contribute and they will donate to you simply because they enjoy what you're bringing to the table. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. That means you, that means you're doing something right in my opinion. But I've, as, as uh, Rissa has pointed out, there's been some really creative uh, things that have been done for those, you know, for those subathons like Blockbuster Chick doing a reverse, uh, a reverse uh, uh, timeline for subs, <clears throat> I've seen people do where they start off with it's going to be one hour and they add time. I mean, that's kind of the normal thing. People add time yeah. uh, to do this. I've seen Miss Megzi go for a week, or no, I'm sorry, it was like four days, almost a week, because people kept subbing and subbing and subbing and it kept growing the number whereas blockbuster chick did that in reverse she started with the two-week timeline and people knocked it down it's an interesting that was an interesting aspect of it because as um supportive and as generous as the twitch community has been they're also extremely they're gremlins they're, they're they they love the torture. They love watching things happen to you in the most fun way possible. So, when Blockbuster Chick introduced that, where every every bit every sub is going to take and reduce time off the off the uh, you know off the subathon, I really thought that it was going to take and like work against her. Like nobody was going to sub, nobody was going to gift anything because that would just mean less time with a really good content creator. But it worked, you know, and it, it gives people a chance to really think outside the box and really uh, come up with ways to, uh, 
to, to really show off their creativity with these kinds of things. Right. And I have I'll, I'll full transparency. I've done one event stream and that was like my spicy stream is what I called it. Um, but it was like for every I think it was two or three subs. I did a shot of hot sauce or for so many bits, I would eat a spoonful of hot sauce, stuff like that, which that's really when I decided that those kind of types of streams are not for me. I had a bunch of people come in. I made almost $300 off that stream alone. Also really messed up my stomach. Um, however, I just, I felt so wrong afterwards that I just, I decided that, all right, you know what? I'm really not here for the money. I'm not here. I just thought it would be a fun way to promote my stream and get people involved. And it just, it, it made me feel bad afterwards. And that's why I choose not to. It's just because, like, the guilt of you guys giving me money sinks in. And I'm like, no, that that's not right. Don't do that. Um. Anyways, it is, it is fun. It is really fun to watch how people incorporate subathons. And I guess my biggest thing is if you're going to do a subathon, make sure the content is worth people subbing. Um, I have been in a few subathons where the content was mediocre at best until somebody subbed to a certain point and then they did like a a pie in the face or uh dyed their hair or something. It was like you had to get to like 50 subs in one one stream for this to happen and then 100 here and a 150 there, but in between those two, in between those tiers, it was, I didn't want to stick around and watch because it was just not entertaining. So if, if, uh, if you're going to do a subathon, take the time to plan it out. Take the time to make sure that the content in between your big events, when you get your subs is just as good as your, as the events. If, if not like just a step down because like obviously those need to stand out but um i was in one subathon where all they were doing was um they were just sitting there for one not not even they weren't playing a game they weren't talking with chat they were just like and, and they were constantly like oh remember if we hit 50 subs i get a pie in the face every so often and it just it felt really not it didn't convince me to spend my money but let's put it that way you can you can tell when someone's uncomfortable with doing a subathon but kind of one thing i wanted to touch on a little bit in that when you're going to take and plan a subathon there's a couple other things you need to take and be aware of when you're doing it. Number one, make sure that it's uh, not something that's going to be against TOS. <clears throat> Last thing you want to take and do for your subathon is to get yourself kicked off of it <laughs> because you reached a milestone and you did something that was against TOS and you got reported for it. So uh, let's be a little more uh, cognizant of our ideas. Number two, Hey, Connor, before you move on, can I, can I point something out to people that may not know this? Sure. Uh, drinking for subs or bits is against TOS. And a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, I think I remember something like that. I think I remember somebody else, like, they took shots, 
like every time they reached a certain milestone in subs, they took a shot and they got they got smashed well before they even reached the halfway point of their of, of their stream. And it's not a good look, you know. Well, aside from the fact that the TOS violation is just it's it's not it's not I don't care what people think. It's not really fun to watch a drunk person try to stream. It's not entertaining. It's really not. And if if your only entertainment comes from you being drunk, like maybe go to an AA meeting. I don't mean to be as blunt when I say that, but I am a recovering alcoholic, you guys. If your only form of entertainment is being drunk, go to an AA meeting, please. <laughs> right. But there's also there's there's other things within within TOS that you might not think are that big of a deal until you do them. You know, anything that causes you harm or anybody else harm is against is against TOS. So when I went back and said, hey, take a spoonful of uh, of cinnamon, apparently that's really dangerous and you're not supposed to do that. So if you do wind up doing it on stream, you could wind up getting yourself suspended off of it <clears throat> as a result. So that's the first thing. Try to make sure that you're not um, uh, you're not doing anything that's going to potentially violate T TOS. Number two. Make sure it's something you're actually going to be willing to do uh, because nothing is more draining to a stream as a viewer than watching somebody dread the next milestone. And when they hit that milestone to be like, I really don't want to do this. This is going to be fun for me. I God, I can't believe you guys are making me do this. You know, it's like, well, don't put that on your list. Don't make that a goal if that's not something you want to do. No, I would 100% agree with Connor. When you you actually have to, technically your beans could be against us too then? No. 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 They're, they taste disgusting, but they don't cause me harm. Um. However, that was a situation where I let chat overtake what I was saying. Anyways, sorry about that, Connor. Um, when, when you're planning out your subathon, like Connor said, you need to be conscious of what you're going to want to do. If if I, okay, let's say I was like at, oh, if you guys give me 200 subs this uh, stream, I'm going to shave my head. And it came time to shaving my head. I would not enjoy that. Not, not in the slightest. So why would I, I would, I would never set that as a goal. Now, maybe I would be like, hey, at 200 subs, you guys get to choose my next hair color because I dye my hair a lot. Uh, let's see, Zero's in here, and Zero's come up with some really good stuff for um, for for subathons. I mean, he's he's somebody that I've gone to a few times for for ideas on on things for other events that I've been wanting to do. Uh, none of which I've done, but that's my fault. But still, uh, some people come up with some really good stuff uh, when it comes to doing the subathons. So. Take the time. I mean, if, if you're going to do a subathon, just take the time. Really, really plan it out. This is where we get into where all the work comes from when streaming. And it's going to be mostly behind the scenes. It's going to be mostly that setup. When you take and start getting out there and, and before you get on, you get in front of the camera, before you start doing the things that you're going to be doing for this, you've, that you've laid out everything you plan on doing and expect Expect to reach the end of your milestones. So make sure you go a little bit further. 
so you don't wind up in an awkward situation where you limit yourself to 100 subs and don't have any ideas after 100 subs, and then you hit 100 subs, and you still got a few more hours to go. What are you going to do if they keep subbing? So try to go past what you think will be as far as you go. Try to go beyond that, because you might be pleasantly surprised. Right. And like Connor was saying too, when it comes down to planning, I, I think a lot of people, it, it's not just planning. Okay. What happens when I get this many subs or ha what happens when I get this many bits? You also have to plan for the times that people are not going to be subbing and giving you bits. Cause that is not going to happen a hundred percent of the time throughout that stream. So you have to be conscious if, if it's a subathon. And let's say you start in the early morning. You have a bunch of people that are there getting ready for work. They they gift a bunch of subs. They rack that time up to where they'll, you'll still be on when they get off work. You still have all that time to entertain. Right, if you yeah. do not... Sorry. If you do not accurately be like, okay, we're going to play this game for an hour. We're going to play this game for an hour. We're going to play this game for an hour or however long. Oh, I got a two hour slot here for Fortnite. I got, those are all things that need to be in the thought process of planning a subathon. Because if you don't, then you're going to hit a spot where you're like, all right, guys, well, we just finished the only game I had planned to play. What should we do next? Not a good look. Right. Especially if you're planning those types of subathons where you're extending time with every contribution. You have to be prepared to go beyond what your expect what your expectations are going to be. So if you think you're going to be doing an eight-hour stream, and then all of a sudden you're at a 16 or at a 20-hour stream, what are you going to do with all that time? Not saying don't do one of those subathons where time gets tacked on. Just be prepared for it. Have a have a core idea of what you want your stream to be about. The subathon part of it is technically the add-on. You're obviously not going to be turning on the turning on your stream, going, "Hey, it's subathon day," and you sit back and wait for people to start pouring on the bits and the subs because that's just not going to going to happen. Have a core idea of what you want for your stream to be about. The subathon is the addition to that. The subathon is the draw. The subathon is what's going to take and bring people in and and allow people to want to contribute financially to your stream, but you still have to stream. So find something to do in that time. Right. Or or if you don't want to plan for a 20-hour stream, do a cap subathon. Okay, the max we'll hit is eight. Eight hours. Those are fine too. Know your limits as a streamer and and don't try to push yourself past your limits. Like another reason why I won't do a subathon is for the simple fact that I tried to do a 12-hour stream back when I first started streaming. I tried to do a 12-hour stream. I made it seven hours in before I was like, you guys, I cannot keep going. If I continue sitting in this chair, I'm not going to be able to move. Like I have to get up and I have a heart condition. I can't be sitting for that long anyway. Um, Very bad idea. Definitely was a fail on my part, but those are the things when you're, when you're coming up with content creation, also know your limits and don't try to just, um, push past your limits to be as good as another streamer or this or that people come for you. 
And if you're not taking care of yourself, you're going to upset people. And like, like was just said in chat, it is so important to allow yourself to take breaks. Mm -hmm. If you need a, a break, let's say an hour and a half into your stream, look at your stream and be like, Hey guys, I will be right back. This is a good chance to have a clip player to play your old clips or a fun game like uh, Words on Stream. Just something in your BRB uh, screen to keep chat busy while you go and you take your moment, whether it's to go to the bathroom, just take a walk around your house because you've been sitting too long, get a drink, eat something. That's all okay. Definitely do it. I agree. I think probably one of the most important things about uh, planning and then executing a subathon is knowing what your limitations are. And that's sleep, that's the physical. If you're going to be doing torturous things as parts of your milestones, make sure that it's something you can do. Don't be afraid to take those breaks. Don't be afraid to stop. I've seen a trend lately with it when it comes to subathons, which I, I, I agree with. And that's if you want to do an uncapped subathon, at least cap the day. I've seen a couple of streamers where they've gone out and they've allowed it to be an uncapped subathon with the caveat that at a certain hour, they're going to stop, recharge the batteries, and then come back the next day and continue the subathon from that point. And I've, I think it's been successful. Not only did the streamer not absolutely kill themselves, uh, you know, figuratively and almost literally, they've created a cliffhanger. They've created a reason for, for viewers to come back the next day to continue the subathon and to continue the, you know, the, the, the fun and frivolity um, and torture of what's about to come. I've seen that stream. I've seen, one of those streams lasted five days. It's a great idea, and they did you know they did really really well with it. So don't be afraid to tailor your subathon to what you physically and mentally can handle. And that's just with any content creation. I think honestly is know your limitations. Don't try to overdo yourself. Um. I think that subathons are a great way to get community involvement without a doubt. Um, but don't push yourself too far to try to get that community involvement. Right. Chad will always love to take and see you suffer in some form or another within your stream, but not with malicious intent. Nobody ever comes into a stream hoping that somebody winds up in the hospital. That's not what they want. They love it when you get a cringe face. They love it when you're when you're scrunched up and like, oh, I don't like this, you know, but you did it. But they don't they don't want to see you go to the hospital. They don't want you to see you collapse on stream, you know, or anything like that. If I'm being honest, this is the ADHD taking over. If I ever did a subathon, my goals would be to clean up part of my bedroom and I take you guys on the adventure because this it needs help, y'all. <laughs> Like, I cleaned off my printer finally just for it to collect more things. And this but, is just, you know, another one of those problems that I have with subathons personally is that I just don't know what to do that would be that I think that that I think the viewers would find enter entertaining. Um, I'm barely getting a buy with each stream as it is. And you want me to do a longer one 
with milestones and goals and things that I'll do for hitting those milestones, I don't know that I can, I don't know that I can do it. Right. Like I said, if I ever did a subathon, it would be like a day in the life with Rissa's ADHD. You guys would have a blast. Guarantee it. I'd forget what I was doing. I'd leave you like in my kitchen. Forgetting that, you know, oh, I'm streaming. You guys need to come with me. You guys would just be staring at my wall for a while. Like, it. Your wife would be about, coming in like, what's going on over here? For real. My kids would be, my kids would be so entertained. They'd, they'd find the camera and be like, ooh, what's this? It, it is like, but that's just it. Is it's like, here I am. I'm, I'm joking about it. But now, like, I'm actually thinking, like, that might be a good actual idea you know like a day in the life stream with me instead of just playing video games just take you guys what it's like in my chaotic house and when i say chaotic i mean it absolutely bonkers at my house um however i mean it could be fun i have seen i did see one person do a subathon where during eight hours of it they slept but they set stuff up in their room to where continued bits and continued subs would create loud noises or flashing lights or whatever to take and help you not sleep. Um, I would get no sleep. <laughs> I am such a light sleeper, you guys. It's not even funny. Like, same. Just same. You guys would, like, I could, honestly, because I'm deaf in one ear, so my headphones could be sitting, I have like a little nail up here that they hang on. And if I leave a stream up at night, I have to come over here and shut it off because I can hear it the faintest little bit through my headphones and it keeps me awake. I am such a light sleeper. However, I think I think the main point that me and Connor were trying to get with the whole subathon thing is if you're going to do a subathon, make sure you're planning it correctly. Make sure that you're still providing quality content Especially since at this point, if you're choosing to do a subathon, you are asking people to give you money. Um, if you're going to ask somebody for money, put as much effort into it as you can. Um, I guess that's my only opinion is if I was going to do a fundraiser and I only made 12 cookies and wanted people to raise $500, obviously that's not going to work. So, I feel the same way with subathons. You can't bring a batch of cookies to a subathon and be like, "Here, I want, I want all your money," <laughs> and hope it's enough. You're nice. Have a cookie. You're nice. Have a cookie. Have a cookie. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't think subathons are a bad thing. I enjoy watching subathons. In, in my personal opinion, if if you bring the content and you do it creatively creatively create i don't know what word i'm trying to say here but that is not creatively creatively that word then um that would be the case uh zero dark phoenix just asked me what are some subathons that i've enjoyed watching for one i have been in a few of your subathons zero that are absolutely entertaining from start to finish um i think that you create very positive um entertaining content um another one would have to be blockbusters uh that we've already talked about how it went down um 
I popped in and out of hers all the whole week. Um, that was really entertaining. Um, there's been a few, but I, I mean, I've been streaming for two years. I don't remember everybody that's done a subathon. Um, I just, I like the aspect of it that like, it gives chat a way to kind of like torture you a little bit without like torturing you. There's more of a reward system with, with subathons, I think, especially with, with well-planned out ones like, like ZDPs, where it's you, I hit this point and I'm going to, I'm going to eat one chip or I'm going to dye my hair after this one. I'm going to do a merch giveaway after, after we hit this point. Uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of adding times. That's just me. I like the blockbuster chick when she subtracted time. <clears throat> uh, but they're, you know, everyone has a, everyone that I've seen has had a unique aspect that they brought to the table. Granted, most of it has been torturous of some form or another, but like dyeing your hair, doing, um, you know, having, you know, uh, uh, shoot, I forgot, uh, wardrobe changes or something like that. Clown Spaz had one where once we hit a certain point, his daughter did his makeup. His 11-year-old daughter did him up, you know, and basically painted him up, you know, like one of the, like the French girls. Uh, it was absolutely hilarious to watch. It was absolutely worth, worth contributing to. <clears throat> Uh, Mental Haze just asked a really good question. How often would we suggest that a subathon be done? I think really? in my... What was that? I don't know. I just got refurb really bad, you guys. Sorry. Um, I would honestly... I would not suggest... Oh, I don't know. That's such a good one, Haze. You're always coming in and challenging us, and I love it. Um, no, it's an excellent question. I would say, personally, I would say minimum two. One for your Twitch anniversary and one for your birthday. Yeah, minimum. But I think if subathons are kind of like in your niche and you're good at them, I would say probably once a month. If that, if you do it any more than that, then it just kind of, like I've said, it's kind of like a money grab thing at that point. And I just, I'm not into people yeah. who are all about the money. So I wouldn't stick around if you did a subathon every week. I don't know. I, I think I think even monthly is too much. Uh, and I think you'll see. I, I think you'll see the diminishing returns because it gets to a point where they're not looking forward to it anymore. You know, because it's just going to be next month. We'll just do it again next month, and it it just doesn't it doesn't feel special anymore. And I think of anything, subathons are supposed to be special. They're supposed to be a special milestone uh, within your life or within your Twitch career. If we were to take and do it any more than the two that I that I that I mentioned, I would say a major sponsor do a do a uh, subathon. You know, when you hit a major sponsor, or even a minor sponsor, whatever's you know whatever's um, you know important to you, uh, it's really hard to take and find good. Like, I, it's hard for me to take and come up with good reasons to to come up with a subathon. It's just they're intended to be special. So when you start saturating your stream with them, they no longer become special. And then there's no reason to show up anymore. I, I can see the point that Connor is making. But when I said like monthly, I think I was also categorizing like event streams in there too. Um, because like I said, to me, there it, it's such a blurred line between subathons and event streams. They're so similar to me. 
that I just kind of grouped them together. Um, I think any stream where you're sitting there and you're asking for money in a in a larger quantity than normal, uh, if you do it more than monthly, it just becomes a money grab. Uh, ZDP just asked, do you feel like there should be giveaways? I know a lot of subathons, there are giveaways at certain points. I absolutely, hands down, respect the creators that give back. Um, so yeah, I think giveaways are a great idea. If you're able to afford it, don't put yourself out to give back to your community if you need this money to pay your bills or if you need this money for something. Um, but Wait. I think giveaways are a good way to, oh, you guys want to give me all this money here at this amount? I'm going to give a portion of it back or I'm going to give something, whether it be cosmetics or whatever, back to you for the game that we're playing. Yeah, I, I agree with Rissa. I 100% I support merch giveaways during a subathon. I, I know somebody could take and argue it. Well, they just basically they just bought it. Not really, because it's still a giveaway. This there's still a random aspect to who gets the merch items and such. And as Rissa said, I think it's a great way of of giving back to the people that are contributing to you, and you're promoting your stream outside of stream. If you think about it. Uh, so what about for birthday subathons? I don't see an issue with, with birthday subathons at all, except for me. I can't have a birthday subathon uh, because my birthday is four days after Christmas. Nobody can take and afford, nobody's going to take and be able to take and afford a subathon, you know, to, to give me money after they've already been spending on their family for subathons. I'm uh, sorry, I'm sorry, already spending on their family for Christmas. So there's no, um, Number one, I think it's unrealistic to 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 ask people to spend more money after they've spent so much on Christmas. And number two, it just feels um it feels greedy to me. But that's me again. I'm just only speaking for myself on that. Um Connor brought back whole merch giveaways. I got this in a merch giveaway. And I tell you what, it's my favorite hoodie. I've I wear it so much. But getting winning that giveaway made me feel just as special as if he were to be like, all right, you get 10 bucks. Or I think the hoodie's 35. I don't remember. Um, but that still made me feel just as good as a viewer as um as if he would have been like, There you go. Have 10 bucks. Um I, I think giveaways are a good thing. And on your birthday, should there be giveaways? I think that is one hundred percent dependent on you and how you feel. Um, I 100% would do a giveaway on my birthday. Um, I don't really like the, the center of attention being on me on my birthday. Um, but that's just me. Like, getting gifts, it makes me feel awkward. So I'm just, like, sitting in a room and everybody's like, happy birthday. And I'm like, mm, can I leave? Like, yeah, I like giving I away things better than receiving them. Without a doubt. Um, I, I just think... Um, I know that a lot of people like to do event streams or subathons around holidays. And I, I think that's what I came back to was Connor talking about Christmas and birthdays and stuff. Um, I, I personally, I don't like making a big shebang on my streams for a holiday. Um, one, I don't think I stream any major holiday. I could be wrong. 
Two, uh, holidays are meant to be spent with family. So why would I make a big shebang and have you come and sit in front of a screen and watch my stream when you should be spending it with your family? Um, so no, I, I don't think I would do a subathon on a holiday either. I hardly doubt I do a sub a subathon on my birthday because, like I just said, I don't like receiving gifts. I don't like acknowledging it's my birthday. Um, however, I have seen a lot of people do it creatively. Um, where they'll be like, "All right, so the Friday before Christmas, let's do a Christmas stream where this and this and this happens." you get entered in a giveaway or uh, like I was back when I watched story a lot uh, Christmas Eve, I think it was, or two days before Christmas, something like that. He picked random streamers that were just on like the suggested page and everybody went in there and gifted themselves. And he was just like, Merry Christmas on his stream. Um, I thought that was a really creative way to like do a holiday stream where it wasn't really about him. He wasn't getting the subs. He was picking random streamers and he was like, Hey everybody go over to this link and give them the subs. Um, I thought that was a really cool way to do it. Um, I think I've said, um, more times than Connor has this stream. You have impressive. <laughs> uh, I just almost did it again, but it is, I guess the biggest thing when it comes to like subathons or like event streams is you have to know what kind of vibe you want to put off as a streamer for one for two. Are you going to put the time in and plan a entertaining subathon and three, you really have to ask yourself is a subathon worth it for me? They're not worth it for me. I, I probably won't, I say probably because I don't make promises for anything. I don't know what the future Loris is going to feel. But where I sit right now, I will probably never do a subathon. I'm I mean, I'm aligned with with uh with with Riss on this. I don't feel comfortable doing a subathon myself. Doesn't mean I think subathons are bad. I just have certain hang-ups for myself when it comes to doing them. But as Rissa had pointed out, if you're going to do them, you really are going to have to sit down and plan them. Now, granted, you're always planning your streams every day anyways, but subathons are, require a great deal more planning than you would normally do for a standard stream. So plan it one. Make sure it's something you're willing to do. And make sure that the things that the milestones that you're setting up for yourselves are also things that you're willing to do. But don't kill yourself doing it, figuratively and literally. And most importantly, don't change who you are just for the just for the subathon. The subathon is still you. It is your stream. You still have to make it about you. Subathons are a special event, sure, but that doesn't mean you should be changing any aspect of you or your content just to tailor it around the subathon. But be creative, you know, enjoy yourself and enjoy. That's the thing about subathons too. It's just like with your with your normal content, you have to be able you have to enjoy it. So make it something you're going to enjoy. Because exactly. The I, are going I just to really enjoy feel like anyways. that's the main message I wanted to get across tonight is yes, you can make a lot of money doing subathons. And if that's what you're after, 
100% power to you. Plan it out, though. Make it entertaining. Um, if you're not somebody that's really that that really wants the money, needs the money, you're just kind of here as a hobby. Maybe subathons aren't going to be for you. Um, I I did one event stream. It made me feel like shit, and I never did another one. So it is what it is. It really, however, just just be you. Be you in everything that you do. Plain and simple. Uh, I do, however, feel like it is now time for us to wrap this up. I have said everything I needed to say. Connor, did you say everything you needed to say? Yeah, I think I've made my points. I really don't have anything of value to add to the conversation anymore. I don't either. I just feel like at this time, at this point, we're just going to go in circles and keep saying the same thing. All right, guys. So we are going to go ahead and go uh, transfer on over to our small streamer spotlight. All right. So my small streamer spotlight selection is going to a newer streamer that I encountered a couple weeks ago by the name of Sean's ninety five. He is an Irish streamer. I believe he's Irish. At least that's the accent I picked up on. He likes to do a lot of chatting streams. He likes to do a lot of uh, community-oriented streams. He is a big wrestling fan, which is how I, oddly enough, came across him. Watching the Royal Rumble, I think it was. Yeah, I was watching the Royal Rumble on TV while just skimming through streams, and I came across him. And he was doing something that I thought was a great idea that I want to try now. And that was he downloaded well he had wwe 2k 2k 22 the not the newest one but the previous one and he created wrestlers based off of his vips and his subscribers and he was holding mock wrestling matches on his stream he was treating it like a whole wrestling promotion and was hyping it up and not playing the game letting the ai do it and just creating a show out of it. And I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And uh, now I kind of want to try something like that. But he's a really great streamer, really fun guy to, to talk to. Um, he's got some really amazing ideas. So yeah, give, give Sean's 95 a look. My small streamer spotlight tonight is going to go on over to Krabby Boy. He is somebody that I watch frequently. I cannot give enough praise to him. He does a multitude of different content. He does games. He does uh, game shows. He does just chatting. He does in life, uh, in real life streams. Uh, he's super entertaining. Um, I will give a warning though that it is either your type of content or it's not your type of content. So don't be afraid to just jump out of there if it's not your type of content. As always, thanks for listening. I'm Marissa. And I'm Connor. Feel free to pop into our Twitch channels and say hi. Our links are listed in the description below. We'll see you in the next episode.